Blog Talk Radio. Sarah Summers. And we are back like we are every single Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. And, of course, we are going to have a great show because just like a year ago at this time, just like our Salute to Women's Wrestling, we have two amazing female independent wrestlers going to be joining us tonight. One, Nikki Simpson, and the other, Jennifer Justice. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you're very familiar with both of these ladies, aren't you, Sarah? I am uh, more so familiar with Jennifer. Jennifer and I have tangled quite a few times, and we work together a lot. Um, I've never actually met Nikki, but we do uh, communicate quite often, Facebook and texting and whatnot. I've never actually been in the ring or in the same room with her, actually. So I'm excited to talk to her on the phone, on the show. Well, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've actually seen some pictures of you giving (laughs) Jennifer Justice – some really nasty treatment, uh, punishment-wise and submission-wise. Uh, am I right in that? Am I not seeing those pictures where, uh, you know, you're just basically giving her the business? Yeah, yeah, we do that. We do that. We do all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's one what is that <laughs> there's like? one roaming around, and the look on my face is just is priceless. And it, if you could have been there, because I remember the moment, because I had her in a, a camel clutch. <laughs> the crowd was the whole match. They're like, Jennifer, Jennifer. And they didn't do anything when I was doing that, so I was doing it for them. That's what the face was. Because I was going, come on, Jennifer. And that's that's why my face looked like that, because I was in mid-Jennifer. <laughs> well, what is that like to, uh, you know, be in the ring with these ladies? Because, you know, this is a question I don't think I've really asked many guests. Uh, you know, when, you, when you're in the ring and, you know, obviously it's a war when you're in the middle of the ring, uh, regardless of who your opponent is, what is that like to talk to people that you've literally been beating the hell out of each other uh, for whoever knows how many minutes, 10 minutes, what have you? Uh, what is it like to see them afterwards? I mean, do, do you guys ever have resentment? Because obviously sometimes, you know, a, a chop is a little harder than it's meant or, uh, you know, a leg drop lands a little harder than it's meant to. No, no, absolutely. Not, not on my end. Um, I mean, stuff happens, and you, you get in the, the middle of the match, your adrenaline's going, and one, you can't really feel anything at that point. You don't feel it until the next day. And, and I mean, accidents happen. People slip. And I, I wrestled Candy Jewel one time, and we went to lock up, just a simple lock up, and I punched her right in the jaw, <laughs> right out of lock up. I was like, bam! <laughs> and, I mean, and immediately, I'm like, oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> And I, I catch myself doing that. If if I think I hit you too hard, I will immediately apologize, or I'll say, "Are you okay?" I mean, I mean, that's my job is to take care of my opponent. So no, I don't. I don't think there's any resentment. It happens. You get hit a little too hard. You shake it off. You hug. You move on. Unless you did it on purpose. Well, I'm sure that everybody has. Situation. Well, I'm sure everybody has different, uh, you know, situations and different uh, policies for how they how they handle themselves. I've actually met some wrestlers uh, back last year, uh, one in particular who was, you know, a very nice guy to talk to, uh, not, you know, overtly friendly, but, you know, a nice guy, uh, handled himself very well, but isn't somebody who likes to be around the fans. And I know that, you know, when you're in a business like wrestling, you know, you kind of have to, you know, be around the fans, especially when you're, you know, a face, you're a baby face, and, you know, the fans are supposed to cheer for you and, and they want to meet you. You know, it's something that you kind of have to do. Uh, at least that's the way I've always seen it. Uh, but right now, uh, speaking of wrestlers, we, I think, have on the line our first guest. Did you want to go ahead and introduce her? Is she on? I mean, she's calling in. Yeah, yeah, this is this is a girl from I North, so. a good Facebook buddy of mine shares my uh, size don't matter 
attitude. This is the one, the only Nikki Simpson. Hey, what's going on? Oh, your voice is so lovely. <laughs> well, thank you so much. <laughs> I like the applause. That's awesome. <laughs> well, heck yeah, you get a standing ovation here. Well, thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, yeah, I was. Te- I was actually telling friends before the show that we've actually never met. We've never been in the right. same room together. This is actually our first telephone conversation. Yes, it's absolutely. It's been texting and Facebooking, but that doesn't mean I don't love you just as much. Aw, I love you. I think you're awesome, and I cannot wait to meet you face-to-face. I know. we got to get you healed up and ready to go so I can drag you down here to some custom shows. Right? I am definitely ready for that. Yay. There is a lack of women workers around here. Car? I can drive. Well, there there is plenty of shows looking for girls, that's for sure. <laughs> well, you tell them I'm not hard to find. <laughs> so how you been? You, st- I mean, you're still out on injury, right? Yeah, I actually have. Uh, I was recovering from surgery. I had cancer, and I had surgery for that. Um, <laughs> I am such a klutz. I went outside. We were getting ready to go to Wizard World Comic Con, and I went outside barefoot and was like, "Oh, cool! I'll start the car. Warm it up for us." Stubbed my last two toes on the body of the car and severely broke my fourth toe <laughs> and <sighs> slightly cracked my baby toe. Came back so in the house, threw a bunch of F-words out. <laughs> <laughs> so you get over all the surgery and everything, then you walk outside and stub your toe. Yes. And the first thing my husband Laughing. said was, were you wearing shoes? He always gets on me for wearing shoes. And, of course, I had to say no, I was not. As my toes turn black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I broke my big toe once. Uh, we oh. were we were just working out before before a show, actually. I mean, it was in the ring, and I didn't have my boots on. And I tried to be fancy and, you know, do a little flip over into a backbend bridge kind of thing, and I jammed my toe right into the mat. Oh. So anybody, anybody that says that mat is cushioned is out of their mind. Cause I broke right, my toe I was on it. glad to invite them to come in and, uh, you know, work on even just taking just taking a couple little bumps. To learn really quick that that mat is definitely not cushioned yeah, or it's, nice it's to, not, to fall on. No, it's not. It's not as forgiving as everybody thinks it is. That is either plywood or two by twelve, with about maybe a half inch to an inch piece of foam. I've been to places that use carpet. <laughs> on it yeah, of foam. Yeah, I've been on some of those. So yeah, it's it's no. And there's no spring in it to bounce you back up. That's not what's happening. Well, I've never had the actual pleasure to be in the ring, but when I was at the UWA match uh in the corner of Tack and Jack when they won the UWA tag belts last year, I was in their corner and of course cheering them on, I slapped uh very hard, uh just the ring apron section where I was standing Several times, and I got to tell you, it it felt like I was smacking cement a lot of the time, and it hurt even on the drive home. That six hour drive back to Michigan, my hands were still throbbing from hitting it, and thinking that it was just you know a soft cushion. Right? Yeah, it's no joke. And when people experience, so they actually get to feel it themselves, they're like, oh my gosh, now I know yeah. what they've been talking about. Definitely. Yeah, and it may not hurt you initially, but you'll be sore in places you didn't realize you had when you get out of bed the next day. Yes. I'm going to share, share a little fun fact with you, friends. You'll like this. I learned this a few months ago. Every time we take a bump on our back, it's like getting hit by a car going 30 miles an hour. That's, actually, that's a very interesting fact. I did not know that either. Yeah. 30 miles I an hour. I definitely believe getting, it. <laughs> yeah. And it creates small fractures in our spine every time, and they heal overnight. That's why so many wrestlers have back problems, because there's so much uh, scar tissue and calcium buildup in their spines from all the years of bumping. It's not that they've broken anything. It's just deposits and, yeah. Wow, that is a very interesting fact. I I definitely believe it. I think, Thank you for sharing that. That's really cool. It's fun. Hey, Sarah Summers, I'm full of useless That's information. That's a scary fact. <laughs> yeah. I, That's I probably one of the scariest facts that you could probably give. So that's that's what the impact is like. And that's just bumping from your feet. And I mean, getting like superplexed off a top rope. Oh, God, you can only imagine oh. what the impact, oh, wow. Yeah. 
I've done that one time, and I bounced halfway across the ring. So I bumped like three oh. times. Oh. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact number one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, Nikki, it's story time. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, no, it's, I do this with everybody. I just like you tell your tell your story, how you got started, who trained you, what got you interested, all the, the fun Nikki Simpson beginning facts. Hmm. Well, I have been a wrestling fan since, uh, God, as far back as I can remember. I remember, and it's a little fun fact about me, when I was a little kid, I, I always said that I was going to be Andre the Giant when I grew up. Didn't Aww. think about the whole, you know, he's a man, I'm, I'm a woman, you know, I don't have giant disease. I didn't think about any of that. I just thought, I'm going to be him when I grow up. And as a little kid, I always, you know, I wrestled my brother and always said, I'm going to do this one day, I'm going to do it. Uh, Glow Wrestling, Mount Fiji, was one of my hugest inspirations by far. Mm -hmm. I think she is just such an amazing person. And I always said that I wanted to pattern myself after her, somebody who could, you know, do big things but also be very humble about it. And I've been involved in wrestling for about 12 years now, started out managing and was trained by Hillbilly Jed. Um, I've actually had a couple of training sessions with other people too, like Diamond Dan Garza. Osiris has also helped out, Tom Van Zandt, Troy Van Zandt. Um, I haven't wrestled a whole lot. Um, I started out just managing, and when I my very first independent wrestling show here in Indiana, um, as just as a spectator, not as a worker, I saw Mickey Knuckles for the first time, and she was climbing a cage, got her breast impaled on the cage. I saw her pull herself off of the cage, seeing the piece of fencing come out of her chest. He was not saved by it, climbed over top of the cage, got inside, and was fist fighting with a man. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That, I, oh, Mickey. Mickey's no joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Yeah, she is such an amazing person, so sweet. And that's another one that's very humble about her success. And that, to me, if you can do that, if you can, you know, go places and do big things but also be humble, I think that's super important. And unfortunately, some people in our business don't have that same attitude, and it kind of puts a damper on things, but you just learn to ignore those people and, you know, focus on the good. Yeah, it makes yeah, for an awkward locker room, though. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah, we've got, that, guy, we've got that, that one guy in there that, you know, he's been wrestling for a whole 10 minutes, and he knows everything there ever was to know <laughs> because he had a match with uh, just – out of the top of my head, he just had a match with Tracy Smothers, so he's he's the best there ever was now. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. And There's now he's going to continue guy. because he knows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy is always, or that girl, for that matter, is always <laughs> in there somewhere. <laughs> I've come across both of those, actually, yes. The one girl <laughs> I've come across is the, uh, well, um, my titties are bigger than yours, so I'm a better wrestler. That's that's what oh. I, I don't get it. I don't get it a lot because I have pretty big boobs, but right, I'm with you in that in that aspect. And and I didn't have to to buy mine. Just saying, just saying. Yeah, and I only wear one bra too, so I don't have to use seven right? push-up bras. Oh my god, yeah, we definitely we are very much alike. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of that. Giggling. Right, you're just like, hmm. Yes, I am. <laughs> This is this is like being in the locker room with with girls, friends. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. If we're not if we're not grabbing each other's boobs, we're talking about boobs. Yes, and it's weird because it's more us than the guys doing it. That's what's so funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I think that it's some sort of requirement to be in a locker room that you have to be a little gay on the weekends. You have to, otherwise it just <laughs> won't work. Yeah, I mean, you have to. <laughs> when you go into go into a custom taping fringe and there's uh ten or there's fifteen or twenty girls and that's pretty much it, maybe two guy wrestlers. It's it's a hot it's a hot mess. We are crazy people. One of the <laughs> one of the interesting things that I saw was uh guys popping each other's zits. Yeah, they do cup checks. We do the same <laughs> thing. What did oh who was it? It was Nikki Lane, what she call it, a cooter chop? <laughs> just walks up and goes, Cooter Chop. <laughs> that we we like to do the the good game and just you know 
grab a little bit of the butt. Yes. Yeah, like a good game. And it's never just a snack. you got to grab. you really got to show it's a good, good game. Yep, yep, yep. The guys, the guys don't do it so much to the ladies unless they know that lady doesn't have a husband sitting 10 feet away. Right. And I can say that's, that's one of the good things that, that I haven't had to experience myself is, like, too much of the handsy, grabby kind of things. I haven't had any kind of disrespect like that. No, I'm pretty vocal about you know commanding respect, and I'm, that's one gripe that that I have. That I'm sure you have, Sarah, is the girls that come in that oh, I'll just go ahead and say it. The girls that come in that say, oh well, you know, my boyfriend's a wrestler. That means I'm automatically in the business, and I can do this and that, and they act just ridiculous, like you know, hanging on guys in the locker room and just acting stupid. I'm like, you know what? This is a business for me. I'm not here to act like that. Don't make other women look bad by acting so ignorant. I get very irritated when females that are not part of the roster, but they are dating, are hanging out in the locker room. That irritates Mm -hmm. me. They're not involved in the show in any aspect. They're just sitting back there eating our pizza, drinking our water, and taking up space, and they don't need to be there. Exactly. Taking a seat from somebody who needs it, who is actually trying to get dressed or prepare for a match or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I have the and, same same yeah. gripe that you do. And and my husband Farmer, he he's a wrestler. I'm a wrestler. But if we go to shows, if I go with him and I'm not booked on that show, I don't go in the locker room. I might go back there and say hey to the people I know, but I don't sit back there during the show. That's not my no. locker room. I, I'm not on this roster unless they ask, and they don't usually. Sometimes they do something like, hey, Twink, where are you going? Because <laughs> I, I, I like to think of myself as one of the guys. Right. I do, too, and I, I expect people to treat me the same. Like, you wouldn't make some kind of nasty comment to a guy, so why would you do it to me? Right. You know, I'm not a rat. I'm not that here for that, so don't don't talk to me like that. Yeah. And like I said, luckily exactly. I haven't had to deal with that too much because I think they know that, I mean, I'm vocal about it, but if they were to push the envelope, I, I wouldn't have an issue being physical if I had to. <laughs> Girls, got to do I'm, what you got to do. Right? I'm super adamant about that. I'm like, look, I'm not, you know, I'm not just some rat. You know, I got the crap beat out of me being trained. Then you just have these girls that are like, oh, my boyfriend's a wrestler. I'm going to be a valet. And it's like, oh, really? Then who trains you? Oh, you have no training? Then go sit out in the crowd with everybody else. Yeah, I don't mind my girlfriends being their valets, but don't give them spots. Right, because if they hit me unsafe, I'm I'm probably gonna come unglued. Yeah, or yeah, because they don't know how to. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I was actually I, don't... I, I don't know. I don't know. I was training. Yeah, I guess I get frustrated about that. <laughs> I was yeah, I was training while I was valeting. I mean, I actually started valeting mm-hmm. and then started training later, but I did that right. because I got caught in a situation that I shouldn't have been caught in. I went I went the wrong way. I walked right past the big, you know, the big name face guy, and we had been harassing him for weeks, mm-hmm. and he grabbed a hold of me. What else was he supposed to do, just let me walk by? Right. And he, he did what he had to do as far as performance goes, and I got caught in a situation. I could have got hurt, and after that, I was like, okay, I need to at least learn how to do some basic stuff. Exactly. So that I, and you know what? ever happened. That you knew that. I didn't want to get hurt, and I didn't want to hurt anybody. Right. And that's a, the that's a mentality people should have. And unfortunately, they, they don't. Um, I've, I've heard girls say that they've been approached by wrestlers, like, well, do you have a short skirt or something sexy you can wear? Then you, you can just be our manager then. And it's like, I like to say I'm not a valet, I'm a manager. Like, I've, mm-hmm. I've surpassed that. And to hear people say that that's all you need, it's like, no, if you're ring fight, you should you should know what's going on. Like you said, it's a safety factor. That's what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because, I mean, it, because if I'm heel and you have a face valet out there and she crosses my path, I'm, I'm going to tag her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to. Oh, yeah. I have to. I mean, I exactly. can't just let her walk past me because the crowd's going to be like, oh, chicken shit. Oh, sorry. Chicken poo. <laughs> You know, you have to get caught in situations. And I mm-hmm. uh, I remember another trainee girl, she was managing the guy she was dating, but she was actually training. Mm-hmm. But 
she was he was wrestling farmer and as a heel valet or manager you kind of got to play you kind of got to play the chicken poop part you, you know you talk real big and bad but then when they get right in your face you run and scream like a girl right she wasn't doing that she was getting right up in his face and he shoved her <laughs> he shoved her halfway halfway across the building and she got back to the back going oh my butt he's like stay out of my way <laughs> he was the one training her so i mean He's like, you know better than that shit, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, yeah. You say you, you mostly manage right now, right, because of your injury? Yeah. 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 Um, the most, most of the places I work, I, I ring announce at another show that I do. Um, I have a lot of fun doing that, too, but mostly just managing for the most part, at least for now, anyway. Yeah. I, uh. I did a ring announcing at a show one time. That was just to get my foot in the door. I mm-hmm. he ended up letting me work Tracy Smothers and the Jesse Bell and uh, uh, Delilah. I don't know if she still goes by Maybell or not. But I actually got um, to work in uh, the... Lila Lodge? Yeah. Um, no, she just goes by Lila. I think so, yeah. But I actually got to uh, do a mixed tag against Tracy Smothers and, you know, Smothers Sisters. So, I mean, that, that was it. Was worth it. He's hilarious. Like I just enjoy watching him so much. Oh, Tracy, yes. probably the second coolest vet I think I've ever met. He is one of the first time I ever saw him. I was actually sitting in the crowd, and he he said, "If I hear one time Tracy sucks, I'm gonna get my Uzi and everybody dies." <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. And like. I've actually said that quite a few times. Like, I'll be at work, and I'm like, you know, if these phones don't stop ringing, I'm going to get my Uzi, everybody's going to die. Of course, nobody gets it but me, but it's funny for me, you know. To well, that's all that matters. today a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, little things like that, and you probably agree with me. If you go to a show that you're not booked on, you don't really know anybody, but you came with some people that were booked, mm-hmm. I always offer some sort of service. I'm like, hey, you need anything? Can I help out? Right, because eventually down the road they'll be like, man, she was really professional and really cool. I've got this girl coming in. I'd like her to, you know. You think that's, so? the, that's the way it should it. be. I think so. Little I think thing. I mean, even if it's just, you know, like getting the gear and bring it back to the back, I mean, even something small like that, I mean, that can make an impression. Like that, you know, the promoter may be like, oh, that's really cool. I mean, she's offering to help, you know, without even being prompted to, that's good. That's professional. Yeah. That shows she's got a good work ethic. And like you said, hey, we have this girl coming in. And it'll yeah. work out for you in the long run, too. That's how I ended up getting to work Miss Natural, too. I went to Miss cool. Natural and Trevor Murdoch. It was a, Trevor Murdoch was totally cool. But it was, a, it was a mixed tag, and her opponent couldn't make it. And they ended up making it a mixed tag, and I was just pedaling around doing stuff in the locker room earlier. And, hey, did you bring your gear? I just looked at the guy like, really? <laughs> Going to go to a wrestling show without my gear? Really? Right. <laughs> and I book quite, I mean, I book down here um, at our local place that I call when we run shows. I, I have the book. And, and to me, somebody that's going to show up, help out, do what you ask them to do, weighs 10 times heavier than somebody that's going to have a five-star match. That's just me. Oh, I agree. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> See, I told you, friends, we were a lot alike. Right? Yeah, I know. It's scary. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just pleased that uh, I'm just pleased that the talk about uh, the grabbing the boobs ended when it did because you guys probably sent any uh, teenage boys listening to this to puberty. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, oh, you said I mean, PG. It's a good thing, though. You never said it was NC-17. <laughs> I thought it was PG. <laughs> well, this is a family show, but on occasion, I don't mind if we uh, break some rules like we did with the Royal Rumble after party when I swore like a sailor. So. Oh, my gosh. That was that was a lot of cussing on that show. That was a lot yeah, of yeah, I was the, the ringleader of it, so. <laughs> I 
Um, let's see here, Nikki. What would you, uh, talking about fun stuff, what would you say was your uh, favorite match or your favorite opponent? Um, I would have to say, it's kind of a, well, I have a, a girl and a guy. My favorite girl that I that I worked with would be Randy West. She I've heard a lot about her. Such, oh, she's she's amazing, and I was still really green, like I hadn't wrestled a whole lot. And when I knew when I was told I had to wrestle her, I was like, okay, I haven't done you know a lot of this. So okay, what do you want to do? And no one had never really asked me that before. She said, what do you right. like to do? And she was phenomenal to work with. Um, I and uh. I gave her a black eye. I broke my thumb, but it was by far just an amazing match. She was so patient and so cool to work with. I mean, such anybody who has a chance to work with her definitely should because she's, she's, oh, man, she's, she's a wrestler. She's got a great, 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 this huge, vast amount of knowledge to share. And she wrestles men, women, it doesn't matter. She's, she's just awesome. And then as far as guys, um, I wrestled uh, my husband, Hillbilly Jet actually, and uh, we had a kind of a hardcore match. We stapled dollars to each other. Um, yeah. He beat the crap out of me. I beat the crap out of him. It was it was a great night, actually. It was a good match. Just good match. Good time. Staples is all good. Right? I kept seeing him saying that we were going to call it domestic violence match, and um, when he actually called me out for the match, I was completely shocked. I had no idea he was going to do it, because I'd been teasing him for a long time, like, oh, we should do it. Teacher versus student, and and he called it out. Like the the crowd was pretty into it. It was it was a great match. He was an awesome wow. teacher, that's for sure. The crowd always enjoys man on woman violence, right? And he was a little worried people were gonna like call him a woman beater, but no, they wanted me to get my butt beat. They they didn't like yeah. me, so. Oh, they didn't like you. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm, like I'm generally always a bad guy. Me too. I have more fun. Some places call me up and they're like, "Can you do face?" I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, but I don't like to, but I will. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind. I'm pretty versatile. I do either. It's just mm-hmm. I, I prefer to read the crowd. In one mm-hmm. instance, I had a match, and uh, it was a three way, and me and the, me and the other, me and Candy Jewel were supposed to be, or no, I was supposed to be heel, be heel, and Candy Jewel was supposed to be face. When Candy went out there, they booed her up one side and down the other, so we flipped it. I looked at the referee and oh, I went, wow. you go tell her, you go, and they cheered her. It was Diamond Doll. Like, they cheered her. They stood up. They were screaming. And I told the ref, I was like, you go tell her. She's face now. <laughs> we don't have a choice. <laughs> She's just going to be face. What about you? Who, who's your favorite opponent? Who's my favorite opponent? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. My favorite match of all time was the match I had against my trainer, Tony Flood. It was, uh, oh, like my eighth or ninth match ever, and it was very highly choreographed, but we pulled it off without a hitch, and the crowd loved it because I body slammed him, and they just thought that was the greatest thing ever. Got the biggest pop off a freaking body slam. That's awesome. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, he, he posts really well, so, I mean, I was able to hold him up there for, like, a whole minute screaming and then I slammed him down the crowd's like yeah (laughs) Yeah, so that was my favorite match I've had a lot of fun ones I enjoy wrestling candy we wrestle a lot well we don't anymore Um, I wrestle Paris Kelly a lot I've been wrestling our next guest actually Jennifer quite a bit too so Mm -hmm. just trying to get around just trying to get around I just love to wrestle about you you just love to wrestle yes I just love to be around it. I don't even have to wrestle all the time. I just want to. I love it. Yeah, I rush like the wrestling family. That's become my family because I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have a family of my own. So the the wrestlers are my family. Like that, they're my brothers, my sisters. Like mm-hmm. that's my family. Yeah, and that's no joke. People, when when we say things like "you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us," that that's legit. That is legit. Absolutely. Yes. I would go to bat for pretty much anybody I know as far as wrestling goes. Me too. And there's a lot of us. So if you mess with one, you got a lot of people to deal with. Yup, yup. <laughs> All right. We have babbled for almost 30 minutes. Can you believe that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. This is awesome. I know. It's fun, right? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna let you plug your stuff, upcoming shows, okay. Twitter, Facebook, uh, your home company that you wanted to plug. So oh, this awesome. is this Thank you. This is your plug moment. Go for it. You can see me, uh, the queen of Maine, Nikki Mariani. I will be at Emerge Wrestling on March 14th in Seymour, Indiana at Celebrations. I will be there managing J.D. Mariani as he teams up with Chris Caliber to take out Donnie Idol and Ricky Ruckus. Um, you can check us out on Facebook under Emerge Pro Wrestling. Uh, J.D. Mariani has a Facebook page. Um, I have a fan page on there, the queen of Maine, Nikki Mariani. Um, I will also be re-announcing March 21st for New Era Wrestling, which is in Shelbyville, Indiana. They also have a Facebook page under New Era Wrestling. And every Friday night, you can catch me managing Tom Van Zant at uh, WCWO at 1151 Kentucky Avenue, and that's here in Indianapolis every Friday night. Every Friday night. Busy girl. Every Friday night, yes. Yeah? I try. Friends? Uh, friends, you got anything else over there? Friday, Friday, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my only contribution. Cool. I like that, though. Thank you. <laughs> that was like the exclamation point. It's like, those guys from, it's like those guys that are on like TV and they're always doing the announcing like that guy. This week on Fox. <laughs> I need one of those who like narrate my life. That'd be cool. I, I need somebody to follow me around and do that. <laughs> well, I appreciate you having me too. on, and I would love to do it again. Absolutely, this was so much fun. Oh, I'm so glad that you were able. I know that I think you might have forgot about it a little bit, and I lost my list. So Fringe has been keeping me in line. Well, I definitely appreciate <laughs> it, and um, I would anytime you need me to do it again, just let me know. We can have another little gossip session or, you know, Oh, that's what it was. Time. It was it was it was a it was a wrestling uh, gossip session, and that's okay. Right? right? Exactly. Sometimes you just have to vent, you know. <laughs> okay, Nikki. It was good talking right. to you, love. I'll talk to you, you too. soon. Thank you so much. All right. No problem. Bye. Bye. I told Please you she was super Ladies and gentlemen, of course. Well, I, of course I expected that. I expected nothing less. Uh, I just feel bad because I really didn't contribute much to the uh, to the interview there. You were uh, handling everything great by yourself. And speaking of handling things great by yourself, I believe we have our second guest on the line currently right now. Um, I'm not sure if you want to go ahead and introduce her. Yeah, I'll go ahead and introduce her. Go ahead and introduce her. It's my buddy, my rival from down south, Miss Jennifer Justice. Hello, hello. Hey, baby. How are you? I'm Peachy. How are you? Good. Are you having your Jennifer Justice withdrawals yet? I am. We were supposed to, uh, was it last weekend? Yes. Yeah, and then that that pesky snow and ice kept us from having a show. But uh, I actually do commend you guys for canceling that show, thinking of the fans. More so, I mean, I mean, you know us wrestlers, we're, we're stupid. We'll drive in anything to get to a show. I, I worried more about the fans trying to drive in the snow and ice than something happening. So I actually do commend you guys for going out out of the box and canceling that show. That was a brave decision. Yeah, we didn't like to. A lot of the fans really didn't want us to. But with us having a fan base of a lot of children and elderly, we figured it would be best to not have them skate around on ice trying to get to our show. Yeah, yeah. You had a lot more ice than we did up here. You guys down there in Tennessee, you had pretty much all ice, right? Yeah, we had a lot of ice with a little dust of snow on top that didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah. Ours was just the opposite. We had uh, 11 inches of snow and no ice. It's ice now. <laughs> right. But, but, yeah, it wasn't nearly as bad up here. But So how things been going? Everything's good. We're getting prepared for our upcoming shows, and that's been about the basics of it right now. Just about the basics of it right now. That's swag, if anybody wants to know. what I forget what it stands for. I apologize. It's Southern Wrestling Association Group. Yes, that's it. Swag. And I yeah, always have a good a time when I... <laughs> I always have a we lot of fun when I come down with you guys. Yeah. We try to be fun, try to be inventive. 
we just like to do what we love and have fun doing it. We're more laid back and relaxed and Except for your fans. Your fans are insane. Yes, we have some yes. very insane fans. Yes. I t- I'm telling you, friends, the minute you walk out the curtain, if you're a female, they know you're going to wrestle Jennifer, and they immediately hate you. I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I did nothing. I don't even know why she's on the show right now, right now not wanting to beat the hell out of you after posting that pic of her in the Campbell Clutch. <laughs> she got her shots in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was just a funny. Our fans still remember that night too, and they're waiting for me to get my hands back on you. I do believe it's March seventh, right? Yes, March the seventh, seven p.m. in the Henry Civic Center in Henry, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to tangle. With the one and only Jennifer Justice. We always have a ball. We do. We always have a, a really good match, I think. And the fans, I don't, I don't, your fan base, even when we, we weren't in Henry, we were in McKenzie at uh, Thermoso. Yes. Even those fans, you have a fan base that is just unreal to me down there because they, they hated me. <laughs> so bad and I didn't even do anything they just love you that much that they want to see you kill me yeah well the funny thing about our fan base is is it doesn't matter whether we're in Henry Tennessee McKenzie Tennessee or when we were in Jackson Tennessee the same fans came to every one of those shows that was for Bully Mania uh, and that's to awesome. promote to promote the Bully Mania awareness get the word out there to let people know that, hey, yeah, we're wrestlers and we beat each other up in the ring, but we also support the non-bullier's campaign to where to educate the kids and adults, actually, to not be a bully. Yeah, bullying's not, it's not cool. It's not cool at all. But it was a fun show. It was a fun no-bullying show. Because bullies never win. Remember that, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not a bully. I'm not a bully. Paris Kelly is a bully. <laughs> a little kicker. <laughs> yeah, and if you remember, there's a good old picture on Facebook of where you and her laying down side by side on the floor because y'all wanted to mess with the justice. <laughs> yeah, you, you cheated. It was you two on one. How did I cheat? I don't know. Somehow I got hit with her cast. I'm sure it was you cheating, though. I just ducked. That's my uh, that's my favorite picture of Paris and I together, actually. Our faces yeah, aren't even showing. It's, it's just us <laughs> laid out on the ground, and you should have heard us. We go, Paris! Sarah! Are you okay? It was fun. Good times, good times. Good times. So, uh, so Jennifer, let's actually do some interview stuff here. Me and Nikki kind of babbled on and gossiped for 30 minutes, but we got some stuff in. So uh, you, you've always been a wrestling fan, I assume? You grow up around wrestling? Yes, I did. Yeah? I, I grew up with, uh, I had several cousins, uncles, other family members that were all part of wrestling. I started out going to wrestling shows. I watched Memphis wrestling a lot with my grandfather a lot, and I always kept. I would always tell him, "I'm going to do that one day. I really, I want to do that one day." And he always told me, "Keep your mind to it, and you can do it." Yeah. So I did it. So you did it. Who trained you? Um, to be honest, I've been trained by several. Um, I started out training at uh, MSWA out of Gibson, Tennessee, with my cousin Killer, Charles Jones, and uh, his crew that was there. Uh, there were so many people involved. I'd hate to name them, start naming some and forget somebody right, that gets right. feelings hurt. So I'll just stick with uh, Killer because he was the main one that <laughs> he was the owner and the one that got me started in it. So 
That's cool. How long you been? How long you been wrestling? How long you been in the business? Um, I have been wrestling for thirteen years. And that's a long time. A lot of bumps and bruises. <laughs> huh? I said lots of bumps and bruises. Yeah, yeah. I have a photo album dedicated to all my bruises. I consider them trophies. They're trophy. It's a trophy book. Right. It's like, it's like this one right here. That was Paris Kelly. This one over here. Paris Kelly. This one over here. There's no such a pattern. <laughs> I think there's like a tie between your Paris Kelly and Candy Jewel with you. Yeah, I said that. I said that actually one day. I was like, I can do a custom show and have five matches. Not have, I mean, I'm sore, but not have any bruises, cuts, nicks, nothing. Go all day wrestling, and then I step into the ring with Candy Jewel for ten minutes, and I come out looking like I've been in a car wreck. <laughs> have you ever wrestled anybody like that where you just come out and you're all beat to hell and you get bruises? Yeah. And- I've had several of those matches. Like repeatedly, like you keep getting back in the ring with them. Well, that's the fun part because you learn, you learn from your mistakes, and then you kind of counteract, and then you don't end up with as many, but you still get some, but not as many as you did. Yeah, yeah, and I think the majority of my bruises and my injuries come from mistakes that I made, not necessarily from mistakes that they've made or the fact that they're hitting too hard or anything like just I get my hands stopped a lot because when somebody will kick me in the stomach I meet my immediate reaction is to oh you know cover my stomach like oh that hurt and then they start doing rapid fire kicks and my hand is still there <laughs> and I get kicked in the hand a couple times before I actually move it that's the biggest mistake that I make I think Yeah. You make little mistakes like that too? You have these little quirks that you always do that you forget you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. I've been told I jump a lot. I'm hoppy. Yeah, I jump a lot and I used to be real bad at throwing my elbows back. (laughs) So my elbows would look like I was literally leaping crap out of. Yeah. I have a searching problem. Too. I learned earlier. I learned earlier that Sarah does do dump a lot. Did I do what? <laughs> I said I learned earlier that Sarah does dump a lot. Oh, see now that's not nice. That's not nice. He texted me early. He texted me earlier while I was in the bathroom. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> And if you know me, you know that I have no shame. I've walked into locker rooms and announced, like, shaking everybody's hand, going, hi, I got to poop. I'll be right back. Yes, she has. Hi, I'm Sarah. Nice to meet you. Get downwind of me. Get away. I got to go. I got to go potty. (laughs) Uh, Nikki and I were talking about how you have to kind of be a little gay on the weekends, Jennifer. Do you agree with that? I agree. Being in the locker room with uh, a lot of the people that I've been in the locker room, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the wrestling locker room, it's okay because it's on the weekend. Yeah, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's fine. (coughs) Nothing, nothing matters. It's like, uh, it's like calories don't count on the weekends either. That's right. There's no calories on the weekends. What's that? Is that your little one? <laughs> no, that's that's me being a smart ass. Oh, is that you being a smart I thought maybe your little one was in there trying to get on the show. <laughs> well no, it, it's him saying bye, but I just keep playing the, the I keep playing the sound effect. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you're a dork. Friends, you've been sitting on some questions, I'm sure. What do you got for uh my buddy here? Actually, you know what? I was going to ask this to Nikki, and uh, we kind of ran a little uh, long on time with her, but uh, you know, the, I think the question is just as good for Jennifer, and that is, how do you feel about the, uh, what is it, hashtag uh, give divas a chance or something that's going on right now, that big hashtag on Twitter? Um, 
I don't even do Twitter. Don't do Twitter. Well, there was, long story short, there was apparently a Divas match on Raw that lasted five seconds. Yes, this sucked. It was very, yeah. Yeah, and that's it's what everybody's talking about. to the women, yes, because now that you mentioned it, I know what you were talking about because a lot of people were complaining about that match. Yeah. And it was like literally a 30-second match, which I've noticed here recently they do that quite a bit. They've been doing that quite a bit where they just go out there and do a quick little thing. It's like, I don't know if their show ran over, and they're like, okay, girls, you can go out there, but you can only go a minute. And their entrance is longer than they huh. have to do anything in the ring. And they have some very talented females. They do. They, they have some ridiculously talented females. They just won't use them. Right. And, like, um, and and even so, I don't even mind watching the Bellas anymore because at least they're they're vicious and they're upfront about it. You know what I mean? I mean their matches are they look violent, and that's okay. Go out there and be violent. Just wrestle. Yeah, just that's make, my main thing. Just wrestle. I mean they just I don't know. Their entrance takes longer than the match, and it seems to me it's more important to WWE to get the the, the TNA, so to speak, on TV than it is to show that these women are actually athletes. And that right. that's what drives me nuts about it. Because you've got well, women I don't in know the how you would feel uh, about this, Sarah. I'm not sure how you feel about this. And I think it's important to, to get both of your opinions on this. Do you guys think that right now the women's or divas division, I hate even calling it that, uh, do you think that they're in a worse position now than they were, say, uh, five, six years ago, back when they were still doing a lot of the pillow fights and the, uh, you know, the cat fight girls from Miller Lite and all that garbage. Because, I mean, at least back then, you know, it was it was almost purely about the TNA and very little about the wrestling, whereas now it seems like that's all they care about is getting a little bit of, you know, TNA without being over-gratuitous and then throwing in a little bit of wrestling here and there. Hmm. Well, my thing with that is, is even though five or six years ago they were doing pillow fights and stuff like that, they were still involved in wrestling in with it. They were still, they still had the certain feuds that they had going against each other. So the certain rival, they would always pair off and do their own thing. Where, whereas now, it's just kind of blah. It's not entertaining, and nobody really cares to see it. Yeah. I mean, the pillow fights and the bikini contests, I mean, those were blatantly TNA spots. And that that made it a little better because, I mean, at least they're they're blatantly showing you, hey, this is what these girls are out here for. But when you throw or put them in gear, give them a title and put them in a wrestling match and you don't let them wrestle, that's degrading to women. Not just women wrestlers, women, period. Right. So if you want them to be TNA, let them be TNA. If you want them to wrestle, let them wrestle. They can be TNA while they wrestle. Yeah, and if you're going to sit there and try and say that AJ Lee or, uh, you know, Paige or, I mean, you could even throw in, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, I can't even remember her name. She was with Santino. She's a uh, blonde hair girl, dances really strange. Emma. Emma? The name's escaping me. Emma, yeah, Emma, thank Emma. you. I should know that because I, I have a niece named Emma. You'd think I would know that. Um, you know, even her, I mean, they're amazing talent. And when you give them 30 seconds or even under five minutes to do a match, what the hell do you expect kind of a result is going to be positive from that? It, it's, it's, it's basically one of the most stifling things that you can do. And, I mean, I know they do it sometimes to the men where they get these really crappy, uh, you know, really quick rushed matches I know a lot of times it's, you know, disciplinary purposes. If they've done something wrong, it's almost like a way of humiliating them and and humbling them. But at the same time, you know, the women's division has been like this for years. I think that we're so far displaced from the days of the Jazz, Lita, and Trish Stratus, uh, you know, amazing female, uh, you know, competitors. And it's not for lack of talent. It's just for lack of push. That is the one thing that uh, TNA Impact has on WWE. Their women, even even the ones that you wouldn't think can go, they can go out there and they can go, and they let them. 
and they get just as big a crowd reaction as the TNA on Raw. So you're doing something wrong with your girls there, Vince. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, there were so many girls that made posts on, like, use it Twitter, Facebook, whatever, that was like, this is why I don't want to go to the WWE, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I first started, that was one of my goals was, you know, I'm going to make it big. I'm going to get on one of these big shows, even if it's just for one time or whatever. I'm going to try that. But then as I've gotten older and I got to watch it, I was like, I don't want to be portrayed as that. I don't want to be made out as a laughing stock. So I'm happy with my little community towns where I can go out there and just say, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? And they're like, woo! And they blow the roof off when you go out there. (laughs) I had said something to uh, one of the girls on Facebook. She was complaining about the five-second match. And the funny thing about it is, if you advertise a women's match on an indie show and they go out there for less than 15 minutes, the crowd's probably going to be pissed because they paid to see women wrestle and they want to see us wrestle. They want to see it. Yeah, that is, I mean, that's basically, I know there's a lot of groups. There was a couple of groups down here that was doing shows and they would, get some girls in and then not have them for a while and the people would be like, hey, when are we going to have girls back down here? We want to see the girls. But we want to see yeah. girls that can actually work. So yeah. they would get some of these girls in here that's not trained. It's just They just look pretty and put them around the ring and be like, here you go. Yeah, they... Throw them, uh... throw them roll around and cat fight. I'm just... I'm the guy, I don't cat fight. I mean, yeah, we'll get in there, roll around, hair pull, whatever. But I do not <laughs> like no. the fluffy crawling around. You know, I, that's not me. I want to go toe-to-toe. I want to be treated as equal. As they, yes. When they trained us, they trained us, okay, when you step in that ring, you're no longer a female. You are a wrestler. You will be treated like a wrestler. I got my butt beat. <laughs> I still get my I've, butt beat. Yeah, I mean, I've been in the ring with guys. I've been in the ring with girls. And they, I, I even tell the guys, I'm like, don't even think about taking it easy on me. Like, you hit me like you would hit a man. Like, we train together for crying out loud. I can take it. And if you can't take it, then cat, cat fights are so exhausting. You get done with a 30-second cat fight, and you need a gallon of water. (laughs) I'm serious. You can go out out and wrestle a 15, 20-minute match, and, of course, I'm winded a little bit, but you stick me out there a 30-second cat fight, and you might have to call an ambulance. Yeah, there. (laughs) (laughs) I've had matches like that. And the funny thing is, my favorite memory of the cat fight was, is uh, one time we done this show in uh, Trenton at the National Guard Armory. It was for the Carl Perkins Center. We were doing a fundraiser to help get toys and stuff. It was a toy drive and stuff for Christmas. Uh, my cousin used to do the show every year. So we was doing the show, and this one girl was like, well, I don't really know how to do this, and I don't know how to do that. Can we just go out there and roll around and get I was like, I don't know about you, but I'm a wrestler. I don't go out there and just roll around cat fight. No. Well, some of the guys in the back was telling her, say, look, when you go out there, just listen to her, do what she tells you to do, and you'll be fine. So we get out there. Well, she freezes up in the middle of the match and just decides to roll her hand in my hair. It was like just pulling around on my hair, and I was like, what are you doing? So I had to put I had to put her in a chokehold to get her to break loose. And I almost choked her out because she wasn't paying attention. <laughs> she was twisting <laughs> up. So she was twisting herself tighter and I was trying to unravel. So I finally looked up at one of the security guards, I'm like, Would you please get her <laughs> so that we can get apart? Because I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what's happening. 
do you do you have moments like that in matches? I do, I do sometimes when you you know, you've talked about I don't I don't like to plan my match. I don't I don't know, I just I'll forget everything anyway, so it's more organic to me if we just go out there and talk. Um, but but uh I mean do you do you do that in the middle of matches too? You get to a certain spot and you're like, Crap, what are we gonna do now? We still got five minutes to kill. You get those moments? Yes. What's your go to move? Uh, a rest hold, body scissors. <laughs> yep, mine's a good old side headlock takeover. They're saying you're like, ah, crap, come here, lay down, let's chat. <laughs> yeah, my husband once told me, always keep three moves in your head. That way, once you go through something, once you do it, keep another one, because that way you never have a dead spot. Yeah. I don't think we had many dead spots. No. No, but um, I don't know if it's like this for you, but I have a better match. And this is why I think you and I have good matches. I have a better match when the crowd is hot. Right. And I do if, if the crowd's just kind of eh, you know, because if I if I do get stuck, I can just go mouth the crowd and entertain them that way. Is that how you feel about it, too? If the crowd's hot, it's easier to... Yeah, it's a lot easier that way. Yeah, I've 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 been to a couple places where I was supposed to be faced, but they ended up booing me and cheering the other girl, and it was just the match was not good because the crowd was confused. So, and also if I was going out there, go ahead. I've had a show like that before where you go out there, you know, they're like, okay, I want you heal and you baby. Well, I can go out there and make somebody hate me, but if they make them hurt them more, that just turns me baby. So I just turn in the middle of the match. I'll be like, oh, yeah. okay, they're on my side. So, hey, this is how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, and I tried to do that. I was like, look, they obviously like you, so let's flip this. <laughs> She's like, no, 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 we're fine. I'm like, oh, okay. And it was it was just, it was a bad match. I, I put all my matches on YouTube, and I deleted that one. I was ashamed of it. It was ridiculous. So if the crowd's not into it, I'm not going to have a good match. And that's why I think we have good matches, because your crowd loves you. Oh, hurt my foot. You uh, you got anything this weekend, Pumpkin? Um, I do. I'm wrestling in Bass Springs, Tennessee. Bass Springs? And or Bethel Springs, Bethel Springs, Tennessee. Oh, God, you're, uh, that is. uh, what is that? The I think it's over uh, by, uh, Corinth, but I'm not really 100% sure. Is it, is it Premier, is it Southern Premier Wrestling? Uh, SPW? I'm not really for sure. Oh, I know you've got CPW this weekend. I know you'll be yes, I hanging do. out with I me. CPW, hanging out with you and the ladies. <laughs> How much do you love custom shows? Do you enjoy doing the custom stuff? To be honest, when I first started it, I was like, what am I doing? But the more that we do them and the more we're around, I have fun. Yeah. I mean, even though there's no crowd, I like feeding off the crowd, but even though there's no crowd, we all make it fun for each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you can stand on the sidelines and be completely quiet and try to make the person in the ring laugh. That's half the fun. Yeah, the first the first customs match I ever had, I was like, what the heck am I supposed to do? I don't understand. Yeah, it was really awkward, but I've I've come to like them. They put a little money in my pocket. Yeah, that's the that's the good thing about it. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's what you got coming up this weekend, Bethel Springs and CPW. Yes. I miss you. I am having dinner for justice with Joss. I figured you was. <laughs> I was. I am. I am. It's been like a month. No, it hasn't. No, we were just at UWW. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, Jennifer, you want to plug your Facebook and uh, no, no, you have a Twitter and oh, friends, you got something else? No, no, I'm good. You're good. You don't have any questions for the one and only yeah. Jennifer Justice? 
Okay. No, you you covered you covered pretty much everything I was going to ask already. Um, I mean, obviously, I asked a couple of questions, so yeah, I'm good. All right. All right, Jen, you want to plug your Facebook page, tell people how they can get a hold of you and find out what you're doing, all that jazz? Um, sorry. Um, Jennifer Justice Pruitt on Facebook. Uh, look me up. We post all of our cards for our upcoming shows for swag. We also have a swag page that you can find. Uh, if you look on my page, you can find it on there. Uh we have a show the first and third Saturday of every month in Henry, Tennessee. So if anybody out there is listening to this and they're on in that way, they can come on out to the Henry Civic Center and have a blast with swag. Have a blast with swag. And I will be there also the next couple shows, at least I know. <clears throat> yes, you will. So if you want to see Jennifer uh, Justice kick Sarah Summer's butt... You're going to be disappointed, but you can come watch anyway. <laughs> see what I did there? See what I did there? I, I seen that. I, yeah, I caught that. Hashtag heel. <laughs> okay, Jennifer. Thank you all so much for having me on. Well, yeah, we'll do it again sometime. Well, I'd right. like to get back to your care. normal Thursday activities. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Jennifer. My friends are awesome. Well, uh, yeah, you're awesome. You just did two interviews pretty much by yourself. I've been, you know, useless pretty much this whole episode. Um, but, you know, we've, we've run a little bit long on time. I would love to, you know, take this a little bit longer. Uh, but I do have a few things that have to be taken care of pretty soon. So I'm going to, you know, hold off a little bit of what I wanted to talk about now. Uh, since we only have one guest next week, we'll cover a little bit of these things. Uh, first and foremost would be the WWE Fastlane pay-per-view, um, the return of Randy Orton, obviously the Walking Dead series finale. I'd like to touch on that a little bit, as well as the Parks and Rec uh, series finale, actually. Uh, but before we head out, Sarah, uh, I have one question for you. Okay. When and if it's possible, is a steel cage match or some kind of like really, really awesome hardcore match between you or Nikki Simpson or Jennifer Justice, is anything like that ever going to happen? Because the battles you guys have sound like they need to be like in a hell in a cell. Oh, my God. I would love to. I would absolutely love that. That's on my bucket list, actually, a cage match. I've never done one, but I'm dying to. (laughs) Now, you know, for, for those of us that are like laymen, we don't really know much about what goes on in the inner workings. Uh, you know, what does it take to, you know, what, what's put into that? I mean, like, is that like a decision that has to be made uh, financially before it's even considered storyline-wise? Um, it, it all depends on, I guess, what promotion you're working for and as whether they have access. Most promotions own their own rings. Um, a lot of the places I've been do have cages. They just don't, they don't use them very often unless it is a storyline. Um, it's just it's just whether or not they have access to the cage to put on the ring. And if they do, you know, and you mention, hey, I'd like to do a cage match sometime, they've probably filled up a few that would that would require one or call for one at some point. Well, if you're ever involved in a cage match, you have got to let me know because I will drive all the way down from Michigan. I don't care where the hell it's at. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. I would absolutely love to. And even though you'll be probably most likely a heel, you'll still have me in your corner, so. That's all right. People cheer me. People cheer the heels in certain places. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I well, can tell you to like shut up, and point, I don't need you know, your they, approval. They... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I do. I, go, that I, don't, I don't need your approval. Sit down. <laughs> Well, on that note, we will be uh, taking our leave now. Next week, correct me if I'm wrong, we're going to have Ronnie Nicole with us. Yes, the fabulous, the wonderful, the beautiful Ronnie Nicole. All the way from North Carolina. And that will be... And that will be starting, of course, this time next week, Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. And that is the CAC Show. We will be back next week. 
Thank you again, Sarah, for a great job, like always. I always expect oh. the best from you. Uh, thank you again oh, to <laughs> thank you again to Nikki Simpson. <laughs> hey, that's truth. You can't make fun of it. Uh, thank you to Nikki Simpson and Jennifer Justice for joining us. Uh, absolutely, if you get a chance, check them out on social media, on Facebook. Support them. Check out their pages. Check out Sarah Summers' official page on Facebook. I helped work on it. So, yes, it is a great page. Like it, it share it, tell your friends. Sarah is the bomb. Yes. Stop. I know. I just said. I just said the bomb. How old am I? Am you I did. like twelve? You said the bomb. <laughs> Maybe nobody in the room hanging her head in shame. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. We will see you all next week. All right. Bye. See ya. Thank you.